Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. I am your hostess with the mostess, Gaia Morissette. And because we're talking about, going to be talking about BDSM, one of my favorite topics, I'm also showing up as Empress Gaia. <laughs> right? so, so this is what you want to get to know about me. Empress Gaia is a BDSM, being I, am a BDSM wellness specialist, teacher, guide, guardian. I'm also a pro-dominatrix. Personally, I am a wild, crazy, glorious dom. (laughs) All right. So... Um, I love BDSM, uh, both personally and professionally. So this is uh, a very, I love this series called Tie Me Up series, because I get to drop into Empress Gaia, where everybody worships me, (laughs) place. Um, So we're going to drop into this place together. All right, here we go on our adventure. So in the world of BDSM, Um, If you're like, oh, this is exciting and new and I'm not really sure what it's all about, um, please go watch episode, I believe it's 47. Watch and listen to episode 47. It goes into all the BDSM lingo and jargon so that you're on the same page. So go listen to that and then come back. (laughs) And then you can re-listen to this one so you understand what I'm talking about. All right, so BDSM is is a really important thing that you wait and find your dream play partners. And um, often, and today we're going to talk about finding your dream submissive, which I recently just did. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) I have like the most fun little play toy ever. Having so much fun. All right, sorry. Got all excited there. A little turned on. All right, coming back. Coming back, coming back. All right, so what is a dream, your dream submissive? So your dream submissive, that's assuming that you're top and you're dominant, okay? Is somebody who meets your, at least your top three kinks. At least. The more kinks that you're compatible with, the better. But um, at least you want to make sure that the three major ones are on the same page, as well as your hard limits are the same. So this is really important, is that we don't want to settle. Settling is not sexy. Settling is not fun. You're always, no, no settling. There, trust me, no matter how wild, crazy, freaky, interesting your sexual adventuring is of your deep deep down desires i promise you there's at least one person more likely more than one person but there's at least one person out there in the world that will be the perfect fit the perfect match 
And it's interesting that for me, when it comes to any kind of relationship, whether we're talking about a BDSM relationship, a friendship, an intimacy relationship, a sex relationship, like whatever kind of relationship, co-workers, like co uh, collaborators, it's really important to have compatibility. Compatibility, which is what makes life easy. Compatibility is what makes relationships flow with ease, without drama. See, drama is not fucking sexy. Consensual <laughs> escapades and consensually setting up scenes where there's, you know, some fear and all these other things. This is sexy. But just having bullshit and drama, not sexy. Okay? So you want, you want to, you deserve your dream submissive or submissives. Next on the agenda of how to find this and create this is you need to know who you are and what you are and what you need and what you are craving and what you are looking to expand and explore. This is super, super important. If you do not know this, there is no way that you can find your dream submissive because you they can't meet your expectations because you don't know what your expectations are. So you really need to drop in. Whoa, what's going on? Sorry, my phone's doing weird things. It's a new phone. <laughs> um, trying to turn it off, sorry. <laughs> there we go. Um, where was I? Oh, well, I forgot for a moment. So let's all squeeze our genitals together while I take the time to figure out. Breathe in, squeeze. Exhale, relax. Breathe in, squeeze. Exhale, relax. One more time. Breathe in, squeeze. Exhale and relax. All right. Know thyself. I'm now I know where we are. Know thyself. So unless you know who you are, what you want, what you crave, what kind of personality traits are you looking for in a submissive? Um, do you want a brat? Do you want somebody that is really into servitude? Um, are, you, are you a high protocol dom um, that, you know, like there's all sorts of different styles and expectations and you need to know what they are. So compatibility, that's right. One of our wonderful listeners is like, compatibility is key. All right, so here are some things that are, that are specific. So I, I talked about, you know, dream, you know, basically, sorry, I talked about in episode 48 about dating in the BDSM world. Um, so I want to specifically drop into looking for your dream sub. So please go watch that episode and listen to that episode because it'll give you some extra pieces of how to do this safely and say, safe, sane, consensual, okay? How to do it all like that. All right, the key with working and finding subs is that submissives can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it how it is. Right, and if you're like a submissive and you're like, "What? We aren't mistress. I promise, we're not." You are, right? You're high maintenance. Your pains in the asses, 
but we love you. <laughs> so the key is, is that's why compatibility is so important is because it, there's going to be a lot of um, energy and output into um, supporting that relationship and supporting that submissive. But in order to figure out if we are compatible, if you are compatible, you need the submissive to not show up as the submissive self. This is where it gets really fucking tricky because submissives typically all want to please you. So that makes really hard negotiation. It makes it really challenging to be able to negotiate because you're not actually negotiating with somebody who's telling you exactly what they need they're telling you exactly what you want to hear. Now, let's fast forward. <laughs> ah, that's funny, Amanda. <laughs> Sorry. So somebody made a comment. Um, I'm just going to take a moment to pause here just to read it to you because it's kind of funny. Um, she said, I would have thought the dom would be the pain in the ass. Ha, ha, ha. No, we inflict the ass pain. <laughs> the subs are a pain in our ass. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. Coming back. What were we talking about? Oh, yes. We we're talking about how uh, you really want to make sure that your submissive doesn't show up as a submissive in the negotiation. Because if they just say yes to everything that you are talking about and that you want, because they're just so eager to please you, you know what happens? They say yes to a whole bunch of shit that they are not okay with. They're not okay with on any level. They're not psychologically okay with it. They're not emotionally okay with it. They're not physically capable of it. They're, and what ends up happening is we have extreme, anywhere from mild to extreme abuse ends up happening in those scenarios because they are not voicing or communicating or capable of voicing or communicating what their wants, what their needs are. They don't, they won't use it creates a bound a place where they won't use their hard limits like all sorts of stuff and then it's from those places that incredible trauma and drama and abuse can happen so when you're starting when you're doing the vetting process of talking to your subs you really need to constantly remind them this is what I've found for me anyways. I need to constantly remind them to not drop into pleasing me mode yet. I promise that I will give them the opportunity to please me. But in this moment, and this is what I say all the time, in this moment, I need your honest answer. I, there is no consequences to this. This is for your best interest so that I can make sure that I can keep you safe. That's my responsibility as a dom is that my responsibility is to do no long-term hard, right? To not psychologically, emotionally, or physically fuck anybody up on a long-term basis, <laughs> right? That's my commitment to being um, a dom. That's my commitment to anybody who's going to give me this beautiful sacred gift of power that they absolutely are surrendering and trusting me. But in order for me to hold space for people to do that, 
I need honest conversations. I need to for people to be able to say what they need to say. And so that piece is probably the most crucial piece of setting up while you're doing this negotiation process to see if you're compatible, just to truly see what it is that they need, um, to set up your hard limits. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that is really important that they the sub stays not does not go into that sub mind space while they're doing while you're doing the negotiation all right next thing is you want and there's a couple of different ways to kind of do that instead of telling them what you want so here's how you do it if you say this is what i'm looking for this is what i want can you meet those needs no matter what, most subs are going to say yes, because they, again, there's that craving, deep craving in their being, in all of who they are to make you happy, to please you. So you don't want to ask a direct question like that until you've established that they're capable of answering honestly, okay? So instead, you ask them questions. You say, what are you looking for in a dom? What kind of uh, time commitment are you wanting to make sure that you feel safe? And what expectations so that you make sure that you feel safe and cared about? These are some really good questions. You ask the question about finding out about their past experiences in BDSM. You wanna hear all the juicy details of the good ones, and you wanna hear all the icky de details of the bad experiences. When you're, this is really important. When you are hearing and asking about the bad experiences, how, are, how did they handle that experience is gonna give you a really good indicator, like what did they, how they're talking about it. Are they still stuck in the victim space of that? Is it still traumatic for them? Um, have they done any work or healing about it? Um, are they um, blaming themselves? Did they internalize it? This is going to give you an indicator of some potential red flags um, of what it's going to be like that if how they handle situations that they get pushed in. So pay attention. And not only pay attention, but I want you to drop into your gut instincts okay i talk a lot about that but listen to yourself listen to your intuition listen to your gut does it feel like a hell yeah or does it feel like mm, that's a little bit of a concern mm, that's a little bit of concern we're looking for our dream submissive in our dream submissive we get everything we want they get everything that they want there's no uh feeling there's only ah uh, feelings <laughs> sorry I actually i'm not sorry at all that was funny all right um so it's not about settling right this is the point of this conversation you will not you do not have to settle don't settle so if your instincts are coming up and they're feeling stuff that doesn't feel good, make sure you listen to it. 
All right, next thing we want to do to finding your dreams and misses <laughs> is you want to take your time. So patience. I know. I'm not really good with instinct. I'm not really good with delayed gratification. That's not much of my personality. I'm very much an instant gratification kind of person. So to take, to be slow, to, to take at a steady rate, to not let my, again, you know, and I've talked about this in other, other uh, episodes, but do not let your genitals make your decision. Remember, when you're horny and you're in that place of lust, that's not the decision-making time. All right, you want to be in your right state of mind. So, which leads us into making sure that you're sober <laughs> and that you don't have all these chemicals running through your body, which means that you are not extremely horny. <laughs> horny brain is stupid brain. High, because it's a form of being intoxicated and high. Okay, so super important. Be sober when you are going through these negotiations. So taking your time. So you want to do the vetting process. Don't run into anything. Don't jump into anything. Because that's going to get create a lot of bad experiences. Now, the one thing about bad experiences, just as a FYI, is that they're not really bad experiences as long as you uh, learn from them and you continue to develop and not make the same mistakes. Okay? So... Everything is a teachable moment, <laughs> as long as you learn from it. Um, so in my experience over the years, this is the process that has worked really, really well for me. Putting up an ad on FetLife, um, then going to uh, emailing back and forth, to moving over to having a phone conversation, to then meeting for coffee or tea and just see and at the point at the coffee or tea point it's like now do my or is there some stirring of my loins um is there stirring of their loins there's chemistry depending on where you're meeting um i usually make it a pretty quick meet and then we'll set up a time where we can have a conversation like in depth privately um, where we then go over our hard limits, our, you know, our hard limits list, which there's a copy of um, in the show notes that you can have a Google link to, um, you know, going over your hard limits list and then setting up expectations of engagement with each other. So how often do you make contact with one another? Um, what do you do? You know, how do you like to plan playtime? Is it something that, you know, people like to plan in advance? Is it, uh, you know, a spur of the moment? Uh, these are the kind of things that you want to make sure that you're compatible on. Um, what else do I need to tell you? So you want to build it slowly, right? Patience is a virtue. I know it sucks <laughs> at times, <laughs> but it's worth it. And once you've established that you are going to play, then you want to take that play, like don't go extreme, right? Because look at it this way. If you break your toy, your brand new toy, then you're not going to be able to play with your new toy. You got to take care of your toy, which is your submissive. So 
we want to don't go and do an extreme thing start soft start gentle like you know ease into it you know have a play session that's a short period of time and then check in and make sure that you're doing all of those communications things that need to happen afterwards and checking in and then you know the next time you play go you can go a little bit explore a bit deeper and and this is like in the beginning it's building your relationship and it's building trust and it's building safety and the deeper trust and the deeper safety that you have within your BDSM relationship, the more epic it will be. So at the end of the day, this is what I want to leave you with. One, don't settle. <laughs> you deserve to find your dream submissive. Oh, I didn't tell you about my dream submissive. Okay, hold on. I'll go through the things and then I'll come back to telling you about my finding my dream submissive. Because I got super excited, then I talked about, all right, I'll come back. All right, all right, come back. So don't settle. Two, know what you want. Three, make sure you're compatible. Four, make sure your submissives actually aren't negotiating from a submissive space. These are the big pieces. And pay attention and listen to your instincts and listen to your gut. And it's really important to figure out our, the other compatibility piece, super important, is what are their emotional and physical time needs and expectations? Do they match yours? Because part of being a responsible dom is that you need to take care of and do aftercare. And for, for example, for me, I don't want every day, all time, 24-7. I don't have energy, time, or space in my life for that kind of a relationship. I, um, you know, I'm good at checking in afterwards and, and, you know, giving them time and space after the play. And, and if they need me, they can reach out to me. But I don't have the energy or the resources in me to do full-time that perspective. So that's really important. If I had a submissive who was like, needed to talk to me every day so that they could feel connected, um, that they needed me to tell them what to do all the time, um, we would not be, that would not be a dream fit for me. For me, that would be a, a nightmare. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't have children for a reason. <laughs> so you need to make sure that's a big piece too. Like it's not just the playtime, but it's the in-between playtime and the after playtime. And you need to make sure that that's a compatibility space. Okay. All right. So let's talk about my dream. I'll leave you with a, a juicy, juicy story. So I have been looking for a long time. Um, in the world to find my ultimate dream submissive. And I have found him. Oh. <laughs> He's delightful. He has a lot of the similar uh, 
in life um, experiences. So there's stuff to, there's compatibility there um, in being able to have conversations, not just when we are in um, dom sub roles, uh, which is lovely, which is important to me. Um, he meets all of my standards, uh, my lover's soul standards, which is also really beautiful. Um, he's, oh my God, he's so yummy. <laughs> he's, he's younger than I am. Uh, he's like 10 years younger than I am. And, you know, he's like a Greek god. It's like rippling muscles and everything is like perfect. It's like this picture perfect. And I, let me tell you, talk about beautiful eye candy. Woo! Hot! Especially when he kneels down in front of me and I get to put my, I get to put his collar on, I put his cuffs on and all he wants to do is worship me and do everything and anything that pleases me. It's glorious. <laughs> his kinks are my kinks, uh, the major ones. Um, we are on the same page around hard limits. It's like, I, I've, I've won the lottery. <laughs> I've won the sub lottery. Woo! <laughs> He's also takes care of his own emotional well-being, which is beautiful. It's just amazing. It's just like glorious and amazing. And, um, you know, he communicates really well and is very efficient. So it's like perfect. It's like I found my perfect sub. Now, I didn't, I've gone through a lot of subs that were not perfect for me, did not, were not a good fit for me. Um, I've done a lot of dating and vetting to find this dream sub. And I can honestly tell you that it was worth every moment of waiting for it. It feels, when it's a perfect fit, it feels so easy and it, you don't have to try and there's no stress and you can lean into being exactly who you are um because as a role and we'll do, we'll get into that later but you know as a dom <laughs> thanks deborah <laughs> deborah said that she thinks i'm fucking funny i agree i totally agree <laughs> I find myself funny too. Um, look, we're compatible. <laughs> so it's so important. It's just so crucially important to make sure that you, you wait and that you're patient. All right. Um, and there's many times where I've been like totally been like my red flags have gone up and I'm like nope we're not a good fit nope we're not a good fit I've said nope we're not a good fit a lot and especially the last three months I've said that a lot until there was yes you're the perfect fit <laughs> come here <laughs> all right so that's how you find your dream submissive I will that's it that's all um, as I 
here's some parting words to leave you with. If you um, would like to spend some time learning about BDSM and really dropping into this area, I have a fantastic guided course that I'm teaching um, in November. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Deborah, let's talk later. <laughs> yes. I know people would like to know what my hard limits are. Maybe I'll share that one day. <laughs> um, all right. So I have a fantastic course. It's called BDSM. Um, it's a guided course online. It's seven weeks long. It starts in November. It's limited space. The, the, the link to um, the link to that course is in the description in the show notes. Uh, come see me for all of your BDSM needs, whether that's uh, person or professional, um, you know, whether that's for pro-doming, whether that's looking into using BDSM as a healing technique, um, cognitive reprogramming, all sorts of beautiful things that I offer in the world of BDM, BDSM education, tra hands-on training, all sorts of cool things that I do there. Uh, so you can find me at empressgaia.com. For all of your sexual wellness needs, um, you can find me at succulentliving.com. And you can follow my orgasmic life and find my orgasmic life on all the major podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple, Google. <laughs> I'm coming back in a moment, Deborah, to talk about the other side. <laughs> Right. Um, and where was I? Oh, and you can find me on all the podcast platforms as well as you can follow me under social and social media under Gaia Morissette. So have a hot, wild, crazy, of course, incredibly kinky day. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.